Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about why a raid NPC is needed in the game. We had one for Leviathan, but we don't really have one now, and I don't even think they went far enough with the Leviathan NPC. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash Rage, or follow me on Twitter, at Rage. Uh, and you guys can submit questions in chat right now for the Q&A session that will follow this. My talk's broken into three sections. Uh, we were close with Leviathan is the first section. Second is the long grind. I want to talk about having a long grind for PvE. And lastly, I want to talk about how could it work? How, how could they implement this and make it good? So let's just talk about how first we were close with Leviathan. I was actually thrilled when I saw that we had a raid NPC with Leviathan, and the reason for that was I had always said that was something that was missing from the game. I wanted to, you know, get credit for my raids that were beyond the, you know, the three that you run each week for your, you know, for your gear. It'd be nice to get something beyond that. I was always like, man, if there's a raid NPC that we could rank up. So when I saw the raid NPC for Leviathan, I was like, man, this is, this is dope. It was almost there, but it wasn't quite good enough, and it didn't quite do more than that. Having tokens or XP, you know, was a reason to visit him all the time. You could basically look to see what weapons he had, you turn the tokens in, etc. But it didn't go beyond that. And so, tokens in the raid wouldn't bother me. We don't want that to supplant drops. Obviously, the drops with random rolls is one of the best pieces, I think, of the Last Wish raid. I love that we have a raid now with curated god rolls, and then you have the, you know, the, the random rolls that can drop. I love that player intentionality. You can go for the curated roll. If you don't think the curated roll is that impressive, you can always go for, you know, another version. I think that's awesome. And so seeing a raid NPC to capstone that with tokens, I think would be good. Just don't supplant what we have now. Really, what they needed to do with, with, with um, the Leviathan raid NPC was just to add rank to him. You were constantly turning in tokens, and again, this comes down to, you don't necessarily need tokens, but you'd want to be able to grind more than three raids per week, and have that count towards the rank of the NPC, that would then have rewards and investment incentive beyond like, well, I'm done with my three, I'm done, okay? So let's talk about why this is important, I want to talk about the long grind, okay? Because a lot of people have brought this up, and have said, we don't really have this in PvE, because they draw a parallel to the Broadsword, the Lunas Howl, and the Not Forgotten. Those are great long-term goals and long-term grinds for PvP, and we don't really have that for PvE, which is unfortunate, because this is uh, for PvE. This is a largely PvE game, and we don't really have that, and I find that to be a pretty disappointing vacancy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give give the the DLC a low score for that and be like, well, I was I was gonna give it a nine out of ten, but I'm giving it a five. Like, I still think this DLC was a triumph, but that vacancy is really disappointing. It's like, wow, they get three pinnacle guns in PvP that are really really worth that daily grind and investment. And PvE just doesn't have that. Now, somebody might push back and say, well, there's Nightfall-specific rewards, there's the Thousand Voices, there's the Malfeasance, there's, you know, all these different weapons you can chase. True, but to me, there's something really, really special about having a, a, like a, almost like a seasonal grind that is is more significant than just a gun that you can, you can hope to have drop with a certain roll or a gun that can drop with, 
you know, a curated load, I, like a loadout. I think that there's there's far more that you could give us long-term. PvE needs something like this, and I honestly think the raid is the perfect context for it. If competitive PvP is like the pinnacle endgame arena for PvP, the raid is that in PvE. It, it truly is. Last Wish is honestly better than previous raids with respect to longevity and a reason to go back in each week because it's not like, I got my Fatebringer, who gives a rip now? Or, I got Vision of Confluence, Vex, and Galley, why should I go back? Random rolls and curated loadouts, I think, is a fantastic way for people to feel that pull to go in each week in a way that previous raids never really achieved. So I think Last Wish is in a better place than previous raids with with respect to loot incentivization beyond like, well, I got myself and I'm done. Two months from V-Sync. Thank you so much, dude. Welcome back. So I I think Last Wish is in a great spot, but I want to see it go further. And obviously the 1K voices with a really, really low drop rate and it can only drop from the end is kind of what I'm getting at. So let's end the talk with how could this work? Because everyone's like, okay, so what what, what are we going to be doing here? Getting tokens and handing them in? I happen to think what you could do is very easily have an NPC in the tower that, and they could do this next year with what I think is going to be the Taken Queen. You do this with Eris, right? She's in the tower. She's got her loot. She's got her inventory screen. And you get XP with her every time you run the raid. It does not go down in value or depreciate beyond your first three runs. It doesn't do that. It, it It's the same amount of XP every time. And she has bounties that you can get from her. Those bounties help. Maybe they also have a chance to have extra drops or something. Um, maybe just like the armor, not the guns. Because the guns are usually the big draw. So she's got a rank that matters, XP. She's got bounties that kind of rotate each week. The bounties could be similar to Hawthorne's raid bounty where it kind of rotates the challenge. So Eris could be like, you know, here's your, you got your daily. Maybe you, that'd be really cool too if she had daily and weekly bounties, right? She's got like three or four daily bounties that are pretty good. And then she's got a weekly bounty and the weekly bounty is basically her, uh, the, the, the challenge for the raid. Go to the tower, grab all your bounties. That's a really, really nice place uh, that the game is at right now where you go grab all your bounties and you're kind of you're kind of good for the week for your activities and you know all the things that you want to kind of pursue whether it's gambit bounties or vanguard bounties uh, or the in this case it would be raid bounties so I think that'd be fantastic now well, what are we gonna do like why would we be why would we be ranking her up this has been something that raiders have been asking for for a really really long time give us shaders emblems give us ornaments for our guns to make them look stupidly awesome give us you know all these things to pursue so when you hit like rank 50 with Eris you could say oh man I I uh I'm going to go now and get this these this this shader that's going to make me look awesome and like covered in smoke or I'm going to get this ornament. I love the raid hand cannon and I can make it look completely different with this ornament. So somebody sees you strutting around the tower and your hand cannon's like black and spiky and it's got like lava sparks of fire coming off of it and it looks totally different. Well, you can't get that until you run the raid a certain number of times, okay? So I think there could be two lanes of pursuit here. Two lanes, okay? You could have the XP grind, which is primarily driving you to go get 
you know, cosmetic rewards, emblems, shaders, ornaments, things of this nature to really distinguish yourself as a raider. But you could also have another lane of if you do these triumphs, if you do these challenges, if you do enough of these bounties, then you unlock. We already have a title, right? So this could be another way to implement the title idea. And if you implement the title idea, it could be a loot pursuit as well. This is where you could have the the something comparable to the Luna's Howl, the Not Forgotten, and the Broadsword, because that would be two lanes of of loot pursuit of, of pursuit, right? Because you've got the man, I put in the time and I got all the dope cosmetics, and then you would you'd go a little bit beyond that and say, not only do I have the dope cosmetics, I have a piece of gear to chase. I think the piece of gear would need to combine the two, though. You don't just need to run 100 raids to get this dope gun. You need to run 100 raids and work on these triumphs. You need to run 100 raids and work on these achievements and these challenges and things to make it a little bit more of like a quest line feel than just like a, oh, I grinded enough raids, here we go. Now, some pushback from the community might be you can't keep putting all the best gear in the hardest content. I disagree with that that sentimentality sentimentality wholeheartedly. I don't think that that is a proper viewpoint of content in a looter shooter. The best gear is always in the end game. Some people might push back and be like, couldn't you just cheese boss encounters, you know, and do like the easiest one each week? Sure, but you could scale it and give far more XP for maybe, maybe all the encounters give you like an XP amount. And then in that XP total, Hits the, hits the end screen and says, hey, you did a full run. Here's a little multiplier. You, you know, you, you'd want to put things in place that would keep people from just cheesing it and being like, yeah, you just basically just grind the easier engagements and then you can get, you know, like a much faster XP grind than doing the entire, than doing the entire raid. You would want to make sure like you really reward the hardcore raiders uh, that are going through and... I think this would motivate people to run it more than three times to be more, you know, that Sherpa mindset. I think raid engagement going up and sus- being more sustained, I think, is really, really good for Destiny, good for the end game, and good for the hobbyist player to say, hey, PvP is not the only place with really long-term loot pursuits that are amazing, because that would feel really, really cool. That would feel really, really cool. The only thought I have about the incentivization somewhat breaking down just a little bit is that eventually you'd be like, well, why am I grinding for this gear if by the time I get it, I'm going to be so sick of raiding? This is where I think raid layers and, and annual pass content can be a real value injection, right? You want to get these really good weapons because they could keep kind of trickling that value of the annual pass content. As you could say, well, you want to get this gear because... It's going to be really, really valuable in the next annual pass or in the next raid layer. Maybe maybe it has raid perks on it or something. This is a really unfortunate spot. There's too, It's just too dense. These guys are like right on top of each other. So if you are listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or YouTube, I'm going to transition to Q&A now. So I'm going to chop it. Those of you watching live right now, we're going to keep streaming and switch over to the Q&A. Uh, and as always, I appreciate you watching and listening to my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.